a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Today is a day to pat yourself on the back. Today is a day to pat your family members on your back. Or on their back. (laughs) And once we're able to have physical contact with people again, today uh, would be a day to pat your coworkers on the back and your neighbors and all of the members of your community. Why? Well, there was a pretty big announcement earlier today to come from Utah's Capitol Hill. Governor Gary Herbert has declared that statewide we have moved from a moderate to low-risk categorization. We've made some incredible progress. We here in the state of Utah have taken the guidance and the suggestions and the recommendations and the medical advice. We've taken it. We've been disciplined about it. We have taken it seriously. And because of our behavior, we have limited the spread of this coronavirus to such a degree that we can relax pretty significantly the, the precautions and the safeguards that we've been taking. Now, that's important for a number of reasons. Number one, it shows that you and I are wise stewards of our liberties. Now, that's, uh, it shouldn't be ever questioned. Uh, liberties come our way regardless of how well we manage them. They're God-given. They're not given to us by the government, the federal government or the state government or any government. God gave them to us. We were born with them, and we've used them well, and the results here in Utah are starting to show that. But there is the other side of that coin. We have gone through a lot to get to this point, and much of that has had a terribly damaging impact on our economy. Not just the stores down the street, not just the businesses in the big cities, but also in your bank account, in your pocket and wallet. You may owe some more money right now. You may owe some money to the bank with whom you've got the mortgage. You may owe a little bit of money right now to your landlord. You might be a month behind or so. I hope that's not the case, but there are many of you for which it is the case. We've heard a number of politicians share their plans for how to respond to precisely that circumstance, the challenges which have presented themselves in paying for housing. That's rent and mortgage. And here in the state of Utah, up until tomorrow, there's been a moratorium on evictions, so at least we can maintain the roof over our head without fear. Now you still owe. You still owe, of course, right? You entered into an agreement, either with a bank or with a landlord, with a property owner. You still owe. But I do know that many banks and landlords have been generous enough to come up with programs to forestall those payments or to maybe tack on to the end of the mortgage the payment you would have made last month or this month. In New York State, they have extended the moratorium on evictions. I think it goes to the end of August. Here in the state of Utah, there is a candidate for governor, Democrat nominee, in fact, for Governor Chris Peterson. He's been a guest on this program a number of times, and he is calling for an extension of the state's eviction moratorium. It's set to expire on the 15th. That's tomorrow. 
The candidate says, quote, we need to act to protect Utahns and their children from being turned out of their homes. The state should step in with practical solutions for these families, as well as easing negative impacts on landlords, who are mostly small business owners. So we'll see what comes of that. Right now, the sunset remains in place. The eviction moratorium will expire tomorrow. And that's likely the way things will stay here in the state of Utah. And that's where this story takes a turn. It takes a turn now to the national level. We've heard many of the progressive Democrats proposing programs and plans and uh, bailouts and uh, money being handed down directly into our pockets. The most recent suggestion came from uh, Speaker Pelosi the day before last in her Heroes Act. It contains a provision which would dole out another $1,200 to all qualifying Americans. Not to be outdone, Senators Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris two failed presidential candidates, have suggested in the Republican-controlled Senate that we up the ante and that federal tax dollars be handed out to every American 16 years or older to the tune of $2,000 a month, not just while we battle this coronavirus, but for three months afterwards. That's really something. That's really something. And now, this has all been a lead-up to the to the newest development in this story and it has to do with a character we haven't heard much of lately because I don't think he quite has the the internet figured out that is candidate for president Joe Biden the likely Democratic presidential nominee he's got a plan and his plan has been developing he was asked in March during a CNN town hall meeting uh, about what he thought about rent freezes and the uh, the, the, the various hardships that people are facing as we together battle this coronavirus. Here's what he said in March. I would make it a rent freeze for at least the next three months. Freeze it and forgive it so that you're able to stay in that place. Now you heard right in there, he used a word, passingly, but he used the word forgive it. Well, now he's doubled down. He has granted an interview to Vanity Fair where he, the candidate, Joe Biden... Remember him? Yeah. Joe Biden expanded, declaring that, quote, there should be rent forgiveness and there should be mortgage forgiveness now in the middle of this crisis. Forgiveness. Not paid later. Forgiveness. It's critically important to people who are in the lower income strata. He also said that, quote, nobody should be paying more than 30 percent of their income for rent. Another aspect of his proposal, which he shared for the first time with Vanity Fair, was that he thinks the federal government should be providing a $15,000 tax credit for first-time home buyers. He says states shouldn't need to be expected to carry the burden of this proposal and seem to indicate that the federal government should do the paying. Let me, in contrast, share with you the words of Governor Gary Herbert as he described a portion of the Utah Works Together plan. Let us recommend to all tenants and landlords, if you have an issue, to get together and try to work it out. Help is on the way, and so it may be just a matter of waiting for a week or two to get, in fact, a, a government check to help pay for the rent. Uh, so we would hope that people would work together if, if they haven't received their monies yet. The monies he's talking about, that's the $1,200. Uh, it's also the unemployment benefits that are available to folks now, plus the $600 on top of that. 
But he used two phrases I'd like to remind you of. He said, we recommend, that's how we do things here in Utah. We don't force it, and we don't force it down your throat. We don't force action, and we don't force money down anyone's throat. And then they'll work it out between the landlord and the tenant. I need to go to break right now, but I want to leave you with this thought. When you see people trying to force money into your hand, it's because they want something from you that is worth more than that money. Don't sell yourself. Don't sell the two feet you stand on. Keep standing on them, and we're going to continue to enjoy the success that we're enjoying here in Utah. We will stop the spread of this virus. We will enjoy the economic success, which is coming if we just stay the course without finding ourselves too reliant on government. That's what they want from you. Don't let them get it. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're speaking with a graduating senior from Sky Ridge High School. Saluting our seniors, honoring the class of 2020 here on KSL News Radio. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike.